Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle interviews Dr. Ben Leong of Rehab Lab Arizona. As a doctor of chiropractic, Dr. Ben specializes in movement and injury rehab and prevention. From his own rehab process and the struggle that came along with it, he fell in love with chiropractic and knew from a young age that was the path he wanted to pursue. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Dr. Ben Leong of Rehab Lab Arizona. Welcome to the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to talk about your business today because you are here local with us in Tempe. And you being a chiropractor and also having a lot to do with movement, we share a lot of things in common. So I'm super excited to talk about you and your business today. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you became a chiropractor? Yeah, so my wife and I, we just moved from New York City. Um, so we're really happy to get out of that kind of busyness there and everything that, um, you know, just has been going on lately. And so we're happy to be out here in Arizona now. Um, but so the way that I got into chiropractic, and I think this is what a lot of people um, who do any sort of health work, um, they get into it because they're their own like patient zero. So my injury history is very significant. I was a football player. Um, and in high school, I tore my ACL basically every year that I played. So just like back to back to back, freshman, sophomore, junior year of high school. And in that experience learning, oh, okay, how do I, you know, deal with kind of losing something that I love so much and then building that back or putting that all back together for myself, I actually started to enjoy that process um, and enjoy the rehab, and enjoy, um, you know, just building things back up again. And so I knew in high school already that that's what I wanted to do with my life was to help people overcome the injuries that they have, whatever obstacle that is, um, whether that be, you know, a serious injury or something just like a minor strain that they're dealing with um, or, you know, an emotional or a mental obstacle. Um, but to be able to take those things and in my own personal life where I've said, okay, I've learned how to develop ownership over this, learned how to heal myself emotionally and physically. And then now I can take that back and, you know, be better than I was before. And so really in my own rehab process, the struggle of that and then getting better and then finding, oh, what it is to, to have conquered something. Um, that's really where I fell in love with uh, the idea of rehab lab and the chiropractic work that I do. Yeah, it's interesting because I think especially when we're younger and we hurt ourselves, even not just in high school, but as we get a little bit older and after high school, but are still younger, we don't realize the repercussions that we have from just even a smaller injury like twisting your ankle or, you know, tweaking your shoulder or hurting your back. You know, I played volleyball, so I have now at almost 40 years old, I'm starting to develop uh, arthritis in my fingers, in my pointer, in my fingers, because I had was a setter. So yeah. little things like that, you don't really think are going to happen to you. You don't know that they're going to happen to you. So it's really important to understand your body, how your how your body reacts to things, and how you can rehab, or how you can treat your body to handle those things or to recover cover from those things. So chiropractic is a great way to do that, along with other forms of exercise, which you also help with as well. So you came out here from New York and are uh, have a facility out here. Tell us a little bit about your facility here in Tempe. Yeah, so I'm inside of a, a gym called Revolution Training. And so I, I have one of their rooms there. And um, 
it's on it's on Southern near Tempe. So um, that space, I'm like pretty proud of it just to have my own <laughs> space. And out in uh, New York City, I had my own space, but I was working under somebody and I was inside of a Pilates studio. And that was a lot of fun because there was all this back and forth of working with those trainers. And I think I've grown uh, like so much admiration for like anybody who's doing Pilates or anybody who's training Pilates just because of the intelligent language and the intelligent way of thinking and processing things. And so seeing that has been really cool. And I've translated some of that into like my own, the way that I work with people and that kind of stuff. Um, but just as far as the, the space that I'm in now, it's great because I have a gym floor that I can go out to. So when I work, I work with people and I'll run through, I create a body map, right? So injury history is really important, just like you're talking about. I don't know how many times you have somebody fill out a form, they, they hop on the table and they're Every like, time. oh yeah, my, my knee's bothering me, this or that, right? And you go through and you're checking and you check the ankle and you're like, hey, you know, what's going on here? There's so much dysfunction here. And they're like, oh yeah, I fractured my ankle, you know, but that was 10 years ago, right? So that doesn't necessarily matter. And you say, or, oh, no, I had, is, oh, yeah. I had two vertebrae fused exactly, 10 yeah. years, five years right. ago. And it's like, why wouldn't you put that on yeah, there? Why? Right. It's like, no, this is extremely, <laughs> extremely relevant to what's happening in your body, right. how your body's absorbing force, how, you know, and how that translates to the knee. That's the current problem. And so being able to do that with people is really good on the table. And then we do soft tissue work. We do our adjusting, cupping, whatever we need to do. And then we take them out to the floor and we get to do exercise. And that's really where we get to combine everything all together. So it's more holistic. So just like what you're doing at Pilates Tempe, where, you know, you have so many different ways of working with people, so many different versatile avenues for people to grow and develop. That's also what I'm trying to do in my space as well. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to be said for, like we were just talking about before this, is you want to have a well-rounded way of treating people because there's no, no one size fits all. There's no, no one program that works for everybody. So you have to be able to work with people's different biomechanics, people's different bodies and how they function because an injury isn't the same. A twisted ankle for one person isn't a twisted ankle for another person because they may walk differently. You know, their gait is different or their posture is different or, you know, they've injured their ankle four times instead of one time. So it's different for every single person. So you have to treat that for each individual person and treat it differently with maybe similar exercises, but kind of in a different manner for each person, which is, I think, kind of the fun of what we do and how we meet each person and look at the person. And, and even with fascial th stretch therapy, which, which what I do is, you know, people always say, how do you know when to stop? And it's like, well, you feel it. You feel the movement of your body and when your body's telling me no okay i can't go anymore and then you know you can go a little bit more without pain right so when you're working on someone's body you know what it's supposed to feel like and then say you're working on somebody's ankle and it's blah, 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 all over the place you're like no that's not right so you know it's it's just that fun feeling of knowing that you're helping somebody and treating people each individually with each individual ailment or whatever they want to be fixed or take care of. Um, most of what we do is a lot of people come to us because they want core strength because that's what Pilates is really known for. But mm -hmm. so with your specialty and with what you do, 
Um, can you tell me a couple of stories for people, particularly kind of like amazing stories of people that you've worked with? Like, I guess not before and afters, but just how you've helped people, specific clients. Yeah. So um, some of the, the more interesting or fun clients to talk about uh, are the ones that have those like all your, you get them on the table, you discover something about their history that they didn't like want to address or they didn't think was relevant. And so I've had a patient um, who had appendicitis and, and that scar tissue that they had in that area was shutting down the way that their hips worked. And it was relevant because they had low back pain and they had knee problems. And so for me, I, when I look at the body, right, I want to find, okay, what along the chain is dysfunctional? What is not absorbing force the way that it needs to and for this person, when we went through and we worked on that scar, that started to open up uh, a lot of their motion and help them learn how to breathe normally. But that was just like for them, it, they started crying, like all this stuff to be able to finally say, oh, okay, now I can feel what it's like for my quad to work. I can feel what it's like for me to be able to use my glute because my psoas is not condensed also tight because of all that scar tissue. So just by even just like neurologically stimulating that area and getting that to open up where the appendicitis scar was, um, for them, that was uh, a really powerful thing. So, and who would have ever thought? Yeah. Who would have ever thought, right. And yeah. they would have, you know, the, you don't never considered that at, at all. Right? right. Yeah. But so in my own history or in a lot of people that come in, scars are so fascinating because of the way that they disrupt the tissue. Um, and so one thing that we'll work on post-surgery is, Hey, how do you get this scar? How do you get the sensation back? Cause everybody has that, the way that tissue lays down, it's all cross fibered, uh, crooked and everything like that. And then you just need to stimulate the tissue. And at the beginning for people, that's really like a prickle or a pain. And then over time it starts to normalize. And when that tissue normalizes, then your brain can say, oh, okay, I can move through this space the way that I used to move through that space. And so restoring people to the way, not just, oh, this joint meets the criteria that it's supposed to meet, but your mind thinks of the joint that way, right? Your mind understands where it is in space. That's really important. And so clients where I get to do that with, they're the most fun because that's where you see the, the most drastic differences. Um, yeah, that's, that, that would be my kind of main thing that I enjoy doing with people. I think one of the, one of a recent client I just worked with, she uh, tore her glute I think it was the glute mead off of her lesser trochanter and like and completely tore the glute muscle off of the bone. So it's like her butt was sagging down yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, she went to a couple different doctors and they told her, sorry, you're out of luck. We can't do anything about it. And she's like, I'm not, I mean, she's still, you know, in her fifties, she's like, no, I'm too young for this. I'm not, no way playing pickleball, by the way, which is the new wow. So everyone playing yeah. pickleball, beware. Okay. <laughs> beware of your butt. But so, uh, she is just about a year out and she's still having issues with that. She, she did have it reattached and, um, she is now back to doing Pilates and she comes twice a week and it's, it's been a process. It is, I mean, that is a process because reattaching that is no small feat, but you know, that was, that's kind of an interesting one to me because getting that muscle to fire again is tough because I mean, it's completely ripped, like completely yeah. torn off. But those are kind of the fun ones to me where you, I mean, I, you hear stories all the time when people come to you and they're like, oh, this happened. You're like, what? 
how, how does something like that happen? Um, but I, I love seeing people. I had a client, um, I had a client who was a stretch client years ago and she had really shortened Achilles tendons. And so they had done surgery to cut the tendons to elongate them. And still when she walked was on her tippy toes and, you know, she would walk kind of with, um, with her knees pointed in and walk on her toes and I would stretch her and it was, it was tough. It, this, this was kind of earlier in my career and I, I would stretch her and an hour long stretch and I would really focus just on the lower body. And when she walked off of my table, she was walking straight yeah. and that, I mean, as time went by, you know, they tightened back up because they were tight, you know, you, that's something you would just have to continue to do all the time. But those are stories where you're like, this is why I do what I do mm -hmm. because you are helping those people to walk again, to, you know, be able to move again. I mean, having an entire muscle torn off of the bone is like, intense <laughs> yes. yeah yeah no definitely yeah i so, think well so to go along with what you're saying there's there's sometimes where you get somebody and you work with them and it's like one or two sessions and they're they're good right and you yeah. un you just unlock something it's a quick fix right and then there are other times especially when you're working with fascia or tissue that's, that's scarred where it takes a long period of time but just the idea of you can be what you used to be you can do what you used to do and restore those things, um, just to be able to get people back to that place, I think is so valuable. So just in my own life, um, like after the, all the ACL surgeries and everything like that, I was never able to do like a full deep squat or even to kneel and just like sit. And, you know, people think about like, oh, meditation is so valuable. All those positions that you get in where you're able to kneel and things like that. I couldn't do it, but I was able to play football, college football, that kind of stuff. But then afterwards, I was like, yeah, I got to figure this out, right? Um, and so in school, I started to just say, well, how do I start this? And just five minutes a day kneeling, five minutes a day of squatting. That's when the tissue starts to adapt. That's when the fascia says, okay, I'm going to surrender to the demand that you're putting on me, the load that you're putting on me. And I think, you know, there, there's that kind of like duality of, okay, some things are like easy, right? And those are fun and those are cool. But the things that your body adapts to and the way that you can change things over time, that opens up things like, you, you know, you can do almost anything that you teach your body to do. It's just about how do I train? Can I be consistent? All of that kind of focus. Well, it's funny you say that because we train our bodies to do one thing throughout our life. Then yeah. what we're really doing is untraining our bodies to do something. <laughs> yes. So we're, we're retraining, not untraining, I guess, retraining yes. to do something else. So, you know, we have our, our habits, the way we walk, the way we sit, the way we hunch over and then you're just retraining your body to do something else and but you are 100 percent right you can train your body to really do just about anything so speaking of training you do uh like a fascial training can you explain i mean i know what fascia is but can you explain what fascia is and what fascial training is yeah so uh fascia is the connective tissue that runs throughout your entire body and so um it like connects organs together. It connects muscle tissue together. And, and it's really critical because it's like a, a sleeve or a web around all of the fibers of your tissue. And so where you have dysfunction or you have tension in one part of the chain can cause dysfunction somewhere else downstream or upstream. And so when we're talking about doing fascial training, 
a lot of that focus is um, to say, I don't want to think so much about, oh, this exercise works this muscle. This exercise is for that muscle, right? I want to think, what is the pattern that I'm able to create? How can I find length along this chain that helps me unlock something else down here? And so th that's ultimately what we're trying to do with the fascial training. Um, I have an online training program that we're building out. It's called Movement Code. Um, and that program, we're taking a few pro athletes that we're starting with, um, and we're getting them to work connectivity into their feet so that they have better translation of power into the lower extremity. So when we're talking about sports uh, in general, a lot of sports are ground up. And so just in general, in society with shoes and all that kind of stuff, there's an overall neglect of feet. And so that's where we're trying to kind of lock into. Your foot is your first point of contact for everything that you do for most people. And so how are we going to get that to reawaken? And that's going to, that when you start getting better innervation through the foot, when you start getting better strength through the foot, then that changes the way that your body absorbs force everywhere else. So that, that's kind of the, the baseline of what we're, we're building at Movement Code. Well, I think you can see that too when you work with somebody. I'm sure you do this all the time. When you are stretching something or moving something, let's say you're stretching the glute muscle and they feel it in their shoulder yeah. or on the opposite hip flexor or, you know, their ankle. It's like, wow, I really feel that in my ankle. Well, yes, everything is connected. When you have a tightness here, it doesn't necessarily mean that there is something wrong here. It means possibly you have something wrong in your foot. And you're absolutely right. Pilates is one of, one of the things I love so much about it is that you use your feet. You know, we do footwork with pretty much every single time you go in to do a Pilates workout, you do and start with footwork because it's so important to get your feet moving, your ankles moving and start from the ground up even though you're not on the ground, you're on the machine, but, yes. but from the ground up, because you, you are touching the ground with your feet and how that absorbs moves all the way up the body. So I, I do think that is very, very interesting. So tell me a little bit more, um, kind of uh, about what you specifically specialize in or what things you like to work with the most in your business. Yeah, so I treat the way that I want to be treated, or I treat with things that also have been successful for me in the past. Sure. Yeah, um, but that, that, of course, is the golden rule. And so, you know, that, that's how we want people to um, kind of understand the, the way that I approach their care. Um, and so in that, that means, for me, that means working around my patients and what they like to do. Some people are uncomfortable with different adjustments. Some people prefer certain things. And so we just adapt to whatever it is that they want to do. And so very goals oriented in what we're trying to build. Um, and I think that for me, that's um, kind of my favorite focus is to say, come in. Okay. We've got your injury history. We do all that. What's your goal? What do you, what do you, what would you do if you had no pain? What would be the thing that you love to do the most? And then we go and we attack and approach that. So um, it ends up being kind of like a, when you ask them, what are my favorite things to do? Um, I definitely enjoy taking people out on the floor, doing exercise. When we get past the phase of discovery where it's, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm able to do most things. And we get into the phase of training or we get into the phase of jumping or balance work. That's really uh, like fun for me too. Um, so I'd say um, plyometrics or something that 
I think is a really fun way to get people to realize, oh, I'm getting, finally getting back to what it was that I used to do. And then balance is something that bridges that gap to plyometrics that I think is critical for everybody um, in their process back there. So um, I would say doing the balance work, getting into, okay, how does the foot connect to the eyes? How can I, like, if I close one eye or if I turn my head, right, that changes my vestibular system and I have to adapt to a new balance strategy. Uh, and then that, once I get that stability down, then I'm ready to do all sorts of other sports. But this balance connectivity, that's the, the basis of athleticism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Balance is super important. I think we, I definitely, neg not, we definitely neglect it <laughs> and don't work on it as much as we should. And yeah, I, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard thing to work on because we don't, who wants to, who wants to, nobody wants to work on balance. It's like, it's boring, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have, it doesn't to, be. have to be. Yeah. We can yeah. Make you know, you don't have to just stand there and balance on one leg. There's so many things yeah. you can do to, to work on balance that aren't just, you know, one, one thing. There's so many exercises, so much out there that works on those things. So speaking of goals, you mentioned goals. What are your goals for you personally and for your business with Rehab Lab? Yeah. So, I mean, we just moved here and we got here in January and then we had a baby in the middle of February. So I have a, a 10 week old daughter and she's just amazing. She's very um, tiny. Yeah, she is. <laughs> uh, and so for me, just to be able to like, say I have a, a real baby that I get to take care of. And I also have this baby business that I'm learning how to build. Um, both of those I think are, I have plenty to do. Um, and so goals for my practice or goals for what I'm trying to do um, is just kind of get to a place where I want to start working with other groups like yourself, Pilates Tempe, um, and start doing classes where we can do like foot training or balance training, where we can just introduce these concepts to people in the area, in the Tempe area. And then that way, um, just overall, there's more, um, for me, connectivity to the community. So ultimately, that's what I'm hoping to do is, you know, meet with other business owners, say, hey, here's, you know, something that I enjoy doing. I'd love to teach a class or teach a course uh, and then just get going there. Um, but yeah, I mean, generally, the other things that I do, I'm also a football coach uh, for Scottsdale Christian. And so that's another thing that I've enjoyed doing. And there's athletic demands to that that I make sure that I have to meet. Um, but yeah, just as far as like being new to Arizona and learning, you know, oh, what is it like to be in the desert and what is the summer really going to be like? I think that's all very exciting. So good, are, good are you, that yeah, are you native here or are you yeah. from here originally? Yeah, I've lived here yeah. my entire life. Yes. Awesome. The yeah. heat does not bother me. I would rather take the heat any day over a cold winter, yeah. any day. Yes. No, thank you. No, thank you. Cold winter rain. No, <laughs> no. no. I'm yeah, good. I did my undergrad in Chicago. <laughs> That was enough for me. We said, I got to get up. I'm never going back there. Yeah. yeah. I actually have family in Chicago and okay. they've, yeah, but I will live in Arizona maybe probably forever because I just, I prefer the warmth. I, I don't yes. like the cold. <laughs> um, okay. So with that, I, I definitely love the community aspect of that. And that's why I, I kind of, resonated when, when your wife came in, I resonated with that because I love the community aspect. Pilates Tempe is a community. We're, we've been in the community for so many years and we really have built such a, such a 
core group of amazing people. And I think when you reach out to people like that and you're you're trying to help people and actually really care about the people that walk into your business. I mean, I know almost every single person that walks through my doors by name. And if I don't, it's because you may have just walked in the door and I haven't even met you yet. But I make it a point to know every person that walks through my doors because to me, it's so important to to create that relationship and to create that community and be a part of the community. So it's, you know, you being new to the Valley and new to, to Tempe, I really think it's it's good that you're already reaching out and already um, trying to, to reach that goal and be a part of the community and help people. And I see that you definitely love what you do. I follow, I'm following you on Instagram now. And so you can follow you on Instagram. You're, I can't remember. It's yeah, just Dr. Dr. Ben, ben Leong yeah. is your Instagram handle. And um, the website is Rehab Lab Arizona. So you can follow him and also go check him out on his website. Is there anything else that you want to leave our listeners with that you feel is important for them to know? Well, I did. I, I had a note or a thing that I wanted to say that I didn't say. Okay. That <laughs> athleticism is I, the way that I would define it is versatile ownership of your body and of the space around you. And so one of my passions is to help people realize the athlete that's in them. And I know that you do this in your place too, where you have, oh, we have all these things that we can do. But when you create ownership for yourself, right, that's when you really start to feel that healing that I was talking about earlier, that healing of, it's not just all physical, but now I'm spiritually and mentally in a really good place because I own my body and I, and I can own the environment. Um, and I think that when people start to realize the limitations that I used to have, if I can kind of give those up and move on to a, a different way of defining my own terms, that's where people really start to unlock uh, their healing. And so ultimately that that's my passion, but that, that's what I would say. And, and listening to your podcast, that's kind of the energy that I was picking up on. So wanted to kind of reconnect with that. <laughs> yeah. I think people don't realize the power that they do have over their themselves and over their own healing, N not even just physically, but mentally and emotionally and financially, what, whatever it is, I, I don't think people realize the power that they actually have within them to change that and exude that and actually make a big change within themselves because you really can completely do a 180. When I, when I first started Pilates before I was, before I owned the studio, before I even taught at the studio, I became a student. And I mean, I still was, I still worked out. I still exercised all the time, but I hadn't really, I guess, honed in on my personal craft for myself. I was teaching other people and, and doing, you know, what I thought was the right thing, I guess, for myself and for other people, but it wasn't, it wasn't what I was passionate about. But when I first started training, training to do the certification for Pilates, I realized how inflexible I was, even though I was a fascial stretch therapist and taught stretch classes, I realized how the lack of strength that I had, even though I worked out, you know, four or five days a week and I hike and I run and I exercise. And it's, you know, it's, 
just taking that extra step or something that you need to change personally, maybe it might not be for you, whatever it is, but for me it was adding that extra thing, that extra Pilates into my routine that completely changed. My flexibility has changed. My my strength is completely different. My body is different. And that's what I needed for me. So it's it's within you to create that change for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, um, so Dr. Ben Leung, thank you so much for coming on the show. Please follow him on Instagram. Go visit him at Rehab Lab Arizona off of Southern and I think Southern and Kyrene. So you're just down the street from me. Um, I, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, it was a ton of fun. Yes. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, I will have his information in the show notes. And when your online program is up and running, please let me know and I will post that as well. And I'll have that up for listeners to be able to um, log on to and, and get yeah. a hold of also. So yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Great. Thank well, you so much, Gabby. Yeah, you're very, very welcome. Well, thank you so much everyone for listening and we will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes and on Gabrielle's website at www.destinationfitcations.com. Visit to keep an eye out for upcoming fitcations. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.